Well, hello, and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to help encourage you to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and I certainly do count it a blessing to be here with all of you on this episode number 109 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, the 100 podcast celebration continues and we are answering your questions. So please go ahead and get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blend Encourages You is coming to you with Church Hurt. That's what we're talking about, and that's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I would like to establish protocol. So if you are a longtime listener, thank you so very much for being here. We certainly do appreciate you. And if you happen to be a first time listener, you know what? Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you being here as well. And I'm going to ask you to consider right now making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, if you're on the blendcouragesyou.com site, if you're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, on iTunes, or now known as Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud, wherever you are listening from, do me a favor and go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That's all you have to do, and that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. All right, BCU family, let's do a quick synopsis of what we have covered in this 100 podcast celebration series. And once again, what we've been talking about are all based on questions that you all have sent in. So we certainly do thank God for all of you for doing that and pray that he blesses you richly for helping to make this podcast series a complete success. So we've talked about the beginning of the BCU ministry and what it takes to keep it going. We've talked through all seven of the dispensations. We had a conversation around stewardship, and we also talked about raising unsaved children. Many of us have unsaved children of various ages, and they want to do, of course, what the world wants to do. And uh, we also want them to do and follow what God says to do. So how do we balance that out successfully with the Lord's help? And now we're moving into something a little bit more sticky uh, in the next couple of segments. And this segment is going to deal with church hurt. Now, I have to tell you all that I have been through church hurt on more than one occasion, and it's some serious pain. It, It certainly is. What I'd like you to take away from what we're talking about is forgiveness, the lessons, and who you really serve. Take a listen. All right, so we've gotten through all of the dispensations. So we're, we're good there. So I think that takes us to what, another segment of questions, right? So we've got, a, we've got some more. I got pizza. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jewel is refueling, y'all. She's got to refuel. 
So while she refuels, and she's going to chime in in just a little bit, um, I, I have a question here from one of the listeners that asks, if a person leaves a church due to a scandal or bad situation, will he or she be able to make it into heaven? And this is a two-part question. And uh, the second part says, will the people responsible or the people responsible, I guess, for the bad situation or scandal be held accountable? Oh, you're getting into that deep stuff mm. now. So let's let's talk about the first part of the question. If the person leaves the church due to a scandal or a bad situation, will they make it into heaven? You know, especially in this dispensation of grace, and, and that's all we know, and that's all we'll ever know um, at this point, right now anyway. We have got to, I think, understand, and, and I'm trying to choose my words carefully here, that not everyone is full of the Holy Spirit. And this is why, Jewel, going back to what you said, it's important for us to have it so that we can discern when something isn't right. So that's number one. And, and, and you know, it's, it's hard, I think, for, for newer Christians. And, and I can understand because, you know, just like a baby with anything else, you just you, you take in a lot of different things and you may not know be able to to separate what's right from what's wrong and I, and I, I guess I'm saying all this to say that you really in your formative Christian life in, in the beginning have got to shore up your relationship with God that that's really what I'm trying to say here and you really have to be rooted and anchored in him really? because offenses are going to come the, the the scandals, bad situations, uh, the lying on or, or whatever it is, that's going to happen. Sure. And while we may leave a church because of it, and, and we really have to ask God for wisdom and direction on that, we don't want to allow those situations to propel us to leave God. We may leave a building or a ministry are we leaving God? Point. And I think that we mix up mm -hmm. the two. We have to understand that we are dealing with people. And, and, and even deeper than that, we're dealing with spirits that work through people. And even the most seasoned person of God if not careful, can walk in the flesh and allow something to be said or done through them that can cause that scandal or the bad situation. So there's, there's this is a multifaceted question. Are we able to discern and separate the person from that spirit enough to forgive them to pray for them, and also, you know, once again, and more importantly, are we going to let that what happened shape our attitude toward God? 
I think that's the key, the key, the key thing. You know, why are you here? Mm-hmm. Are we here to serve man or are we here to serve God? Yeah. We serve God through what we do for other people. Mm-hmm. But he is the reason why we're here in the first place. So seeking him out, like you said, and being cognizant of what God wants for you in any situation is, is paramount. You know, going back to Joseph, God's purpose for him. For him. Mm-hmm. God's purpose to hit for him. And God's purpose to palace, as Bishop Nelson taught us a few weeks ago, he couldn't get to the palace without all
Amen. He knows the father of lies. We know the author of confusion. But when he starts snaking around and things start kicking up, the spirit in us needs to say, pray. Amen. Fast, lay on your face, do something. Go to God. And then God will direct you. And if God has you to move on to a different part of the vineyard, he'll make it clear to you. Mm-hmm. Pray that God's will be done in your life and ask him to direct you in that. Mm-hmm. You cannot go wrong. And I think we stop praying God's will and we pray what we see other people have. We pray Jesus. for our ministries to echo or mirror what other people's ministries are doing. Oh, we should have this and we should have that. And we go to church expecting church to make us happy. Yeah. And that's God's job. Mm-hmm. Too much emphasis on people and putting our faith and trust in people. Uh, you know, a, a sister taught me this scripture when I first got saved at Jeremiah and at 17. That we, she said, if you put your trust in the arms of flesh, and she paraphrased it, it will fail you every time. And I believe that the text says, cursed is the man that puts his trust in the arm of flesh. Because... This flesh is designed to fail. Mm. It's designed to fail. People will fail you. Well, they're not supposed to. They will fail you. The, the, the person that's Holy Ghost filled again is subject to failing if we're not walking in the spirit properly. If we're not guarding our hearts. If we're not paying attention. We can certainly slip up. And we allow this to shape our attitude toward God and that's an that's an issue. That's an issue. And to to just coattail on what you said, and I don't even know if I should say anything because there was so much great meat there. I got my little notes out, my little notepads out as well. We have to understand Matthew chapter 18 reminds us that offenses will come. Offenses will come. So to answer the listener's question is that as far as responsibility is concerned, the second part of the question, yes, they will be held accountable for what it is that they did. And we tend to rejoice and and get gleeful about that. We have to understand that uh, just like people offend us, we also offend people. So at some point in time, you've offended someone. And James chapter 3, I want to say verse 1 reminds us that in many things, we offend all. So we want to be careful of wanting God's wrath to come down on someone because of what they did to us. Rather, Jewel, to your point, we ought to pray that the Lord have mercy for them. And pray that the Lord, you know, bless them and, and take away the hurt or bitterness or whatever it is that caused the situation in the first place. So to to answer the question fully, yes, that person can make it to heaven provided that they have fully forgiven. Well, let me even go back further to what Jules said. Did you consult God on if you should leave? How are you leaving? Are you leaving messy? Are you leaving in a huff? Have you truly forgiven that person, that individual, can you think about the situation without it irritating you? If you can move on fully forgive, if God told you to move on, 
you fully forgiven and you're continuing to work for God, then yes, you can. If those those boxes are not checked off, then you are in danger of not making it into heaven. Now, BCU family, I could have gone on and on about this particular subject. Uh, as said uh, in the introduction, I have experienced church, church hurt um, a few times. And, you know, hurt is painful anyway, regardless of where it comes from. There is something about being hurt from your brothers and sisters in Christ that seems to be even more traumatic. Uh, nonetheless, it, it, it's hurtful regardless. Nonetheless, we do serve a awesome God that is able to heal us. And that's what we need to make sure that we do is go to Jesus, you know, to be healed from that hurt. We also want to uh, take a look at what the lesson is and why God allowed this to happen. You know, there are no circumstances or situations that the Lord is not aware of. And we want to be mindful of what God is teaching us um, through what has happened, you know, with between yourself and that person uh, that is in your body of Christ. Another thing to keep in mind is that um, once again, we are subject, BCU family, to walking in the flesh. All of us are subject to it. Should we be doing it? Absolutely not. There have been times, days, moments, situations that have pressed our buttons where we have said and done and acted in ways that are contrary to the will of God. And just like we would like for the Lord to forgive us, we have to forgive others and forgive from the heart. And what that means is, is that once you have truly forgiven that person from the heart, if the situation comes up in your mind, if someone brings up the person's name, if you see them or have to interact with them at church, you continue to love them and to treat them how the Lord would treat them or how you'd want the Lord to treat you if you offended him. And I can guarantee you that we offend God much, much more than we should. So it, it's all about forgiveness and the lessons behind it. So it, it's tough now, BCU family. I'm not saying that it's easy. Um, we have a God that will take us through it and heal us up nicely. Ask me how I know. All right, BCU family, this is Blend from BlendCouragesU.com signing off. Thank you all so much for being part of the listening audience. And Lord will, until the next time we're together, may our God bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you, and give you peace as you stay on the wall.